Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. A companion post to this episode containing show notes appears on deadspin.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else really to joliecare at gmail.com, or just chat with me in the comments at Deadspin. It's Halloween, the best day of the year. And so, of course, I had to welcome my friend and the author of Basic Witches, Jaya Saxena, back to the studio. And to make things even better, Jaya brought her husband, Matt Lipchansky, along. Hey, Jaya and Matt. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi, friends. <laughs> Hello. Hi, my little double Scorpio terrifying mm. people friends. <laughs> we were having sex on the way here. Yeah. In, a, in like a violent. But like mysterious. Yeah, mysterious like, sex. Like under a black curtain. Yeah. With there weapons. is a black curtain here, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we brought it. We just spent the entire subway ride thinking, how can we mess with Leo's? <laughs> So you guys, we uh, we're recording this a little in advance of um, of Halloween. Today is Thursday, October twenty sixth. Um, I on Twitter was talking about how Scorpios are the natural enemies of Leos, and how I'm convinced that some Scorpio has been messing with me because I got I got stood up for a date today, you guys. Which mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna talk about that um, over in the bonus episode because we, <laughs> we, we got some things to unpack. We have a lot to unpack <laughs> over in the bonus episode today. Um, uh, but we have a lot to cover in this episode, as you guys, regular listeners, longtime listeners and readers of mine also, and just anyone who literally knows me or anything about me, uh, knows that in addition to cleaning, the other thing I love most in the world is Halloween. Um, I have gone big on Halloween this year. I did um, a twofer column for my my offspring, um, Ask a Clean Person for Parents column. So the first one was all about cleaning up Halloween candy messes, um, you know, because it was for parents. So really, like, we all make candy messes, but But with kids, it's like a whole different, like, level of candy messes. Um, Because kids are sneaky, and they sneak the candy into places that they probably shouldn't be. Um, Oh, yeah. No, I hid hid my Halloween candy everywhere, and then I got melted and horrible, and yeah, yeah, it's All children are Scorpios. I'm still finding secret M&Ms on my desk chair and stuff, so don't. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's really a problem with just children. (laughs) I flung a piece of candy corn out of my my, um, duvet last week when I was making the bed in the morning, because I had been eating candy corn in bed while watching Vanderpump Rules. Like, yeah, yeah, now. Naturally, as one does. Uh, I was a little high. Um, Whatever. We all live our truth. Yeah, that's and... right. Listen, you guys know I'm always going to be honest with you about the way that I live my life. Um, so yeah, candy candy corn just like nestled into into like spaces in my bed, basically. Um, 
and you wonder why I got stood up for a date today. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's maybe, maybe, a it's for, maybe it's for the best, right? Like that would have yeah. been really embarrassing if someone else had found the candy. <laughs> like, oh, what's this? Snack? Thanks. Mm. Um, so that was the that was the first um, ask a clean person for parents, and then the second one, um, which just ran today, um, was about cleaning up all kinds of costume messes, like you know, face paint and glitter and all that stuff. And last week on the clean cast, I had James Dell here and we did costume party messes. So it was a little bit of like my pre-Halloween thing for that. But I was like, look, the costume parties are a coming. Yeah. And you're going to need to know how to clean them up. So today... There's going to be fake blood everywhere. That's right. So today for the official Halloween episode, we're going to do... Stuff that's a little bit different from costumes. So we got a lot of pumpkin stuff. We got some wax stuff. Um, we do have some costumey stuff that I didn't cover last week, like colored hairspray and that kind of good stuff. And then at the end, we got a question from someone on Twitter about um, cleaning your Wiccan altars, yes. which I have. And I think, Jaya, you have one, too. And I, so we can talk yeah. about. Um, <laughs> the thing is about the the messes that are made on altars are, are messes that are made in other like even even if you're not a, a practicing witch, like there <laughs> there's still messes you might make. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, Plus be if you're little... messing with another dimension or something yeah. like that, and then it's just mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I've definitely messed with some other dimensions. <laughs> yeah. The grounding spell that I did earlier this summer backfired a little bit on me. Um, <laughs> I got basically like thrown to the ground for several months. Oh <laughs> it's God. not been fun. Uh, <laughs> Very, very excited for next year. Um, Before we get into all the Halloween fun, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages I'm offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps me so much, and I'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like me to consider making available. Speaking of patrons, I do have a few new patrons to thank this week. Uh, so big, big thanks to you, thank yous go out to Jamie Roasting. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Roster, Rosting, maybe? Um, thank you also to Christina Wagner and to Sarah Fitzgerald. So thanks, gals. I appreciate the support. Um, I want to encourage you guys to support me on Patreon, not only because it's a nice thing to do, but because the bonus episodes have been really fun. Um, and if you sign up this week, you'll get to hear about how I got stood up on a first <laughs> <day> today. <laughs> and who doesn't want to hear about that? Uh, <laughs> how is this happening? This is my life. Um, all right, let's focus on some happy things. Oh, first of all, oh, you guys, I have something so happy to tell you. My favorite Halloween candy in the whole wide world is this Brock's mix of yes. it's it's called assorted mellow cream Halloween mellow cream. I think it's just assorted mellow assorted cream. Mellow but cream. we have a bowl of it here, and it's amazing. Yeah, talk about the name and how it's like the least appetizing sounding. It's totally <laughs> mellow uh, cream. Yeah, it's totally unappetizing, but they're like the most no. delicious thing in the world. It's so the number one corn candy. Yeah, so they're it's, it's, a, it's a Brock's candy, and they're hard to find. But the the thing I love most about them, so there it's four flavors: it's marshmallow, chocolate, banana, Ugh, which Matt doesn't do like, but I love. Uh, I like banana candy in general. I don't like these. you don't like these ones, <laughs> and the and the best one are the maples. Maple. They have maple, and, and it's like the two what. Oh, this like is a, a maple. Oh, it's a maple cauldron. It's no, it's or, a jug. It's a, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a jug oh, and sheaves Halloween, of wheat. All maple jugs jug are and yeah. sheaves of wheat as the yeah. shapes for the maple ones. And there's a chocolate bat. 
And the other uh, one is cat. Chocolate is bat. bat and cat. The banana is corn and the moon. And the um, general the, candy corn flavor, which is marshmallow, yeah, um, is two two different styles of pumpkins. Wait, excuse me. The flavor of candy corn is marshmallow. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it tastes like. Uh, Does it taste corn. like corn, Matt? It t- no, it tastes like corn candy, <laughs> candy corn. <laughs> it does. I mean, it looks like corn. Is why it's called candy corn. And it looks but like it's, I'm just saying, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't taste like corn. Like, it doesn't taste like marshmallows. It tastes yeah, it like it's, it's its own thing. It's marshmallow. I gotta reevaluate this. Give me one of the. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Now, of course, I got a mouthful. Now we're all chewing on. Now mic. we're all chewing. Yeah. This is why candy has been banned from the studio. <laughs> but it's Halloween. We it's can't Halloween, not. though. You can't. You've got to have candy in the studio on Halloween. Excuse me. I'm gonna chew off mic for a second okay. while I taste <laughs> this okay, candy you, corn listen, flavored candy. You chew off mic. I'm gonna have Jaya read. We got. Um, I'm going to have you actually read the first three. They're all tweets that we got. Okay. Oh, shit. So you can... What? <laughs> no, that is marshmallow. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Listen, don't mess with me about I'm Halloween. Not... Do not mess with me about Halloween. I wouldn't dare. Okay, it's so my, the... It's my, it's my high holiday. All right, so the first three? Okay, yeah. The yeah. first three. Ooh, okay. And Jen, Jen, the Jen is the same person. Okay, so... Jen with two N's. Hi, Jen with two N's. Hi, She's Jen one of my patrons. Ends. I love her. Okay, so Jen asks... How about pumpkin stains? Like when the meat gets on stuff and it's all an orange hue, cement or painted slash stained wood. Uh, then Amy asks, rotting pumpkin stains on concrete. Friend left their jack-o'-lanterns out too long and has two giant gross stains on the front step. Yep, that'll happen. Um, and then Jen followed up saying this to Amy. I tried to ask this earlier. I actually just did a ton of pumpkin processing for cooking this weekend and my cuticles are orange. <laughs> Which I, of course, immediate, immediately responded and was like, oh, my God, here's what you do. Like, I can't I can't leave you hanging with a, an ugly manicure. Oh, my God. Right? So Jen knows, like, the way to my heart. Like, she she knows basically, like, gross stains and colors. Well, and, and also that if anyone comes to me with, like, any kind of manicure problem, I'm going to be like, oh, my God. I've got to fix you. I got you. it. I gotta, I've got to yeah. fix you right now. Pumpkins are serious, though. I feel like they every are. time I've made a jack-o'-lantern, like, everything's sticky. Ugh. It's just, ugh. but I li- I like the. It's funny for some. I mean, you know, I'm so tactile, and I tie. You know, can't can't eat anything with my hands and all that kind of stuff. Knife and I knife and fork everything. Um, like I would knife and fork the assorted mellow creams if I could. Um, wow. But I'm, I mean, I'm nuts because I can't stand the feeling of anything underneath my fingernails. Um, just to, like bring it all back to the manicure at all times. Um, but I do love carving pumpkins, and I love the squickiness of it, and I yeah. love the pulling out the innards and. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, oh. man. Halloween. It's Halloween. It's certainly Halloween. the grossest squash of all. Like they're all sticky and kind of gross on the inside, but it's like the worst and I guess spookiest one. It's also because it's so big. Yeah, yeah. that's why. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about what to do about pumpkin. There's a, so there's a, one of my favorite. You don't have to do this, but one of my favorite answers to the problem of the pumpkin is WD forty. Because, of course, I love WD-40, and I love pumpkin. And I just love the fact that WD-40 is, like, legitimately one of the uses for WD-40 is cleaning up after pumpkin ooze. Like it's, it's on the can. It's literally, it's literally on the WD forty website, and at <gasps> this time of year, every year, the WD forty Twitter account is amazing. You guys should all be following it. Um, they, um, 
this time every year they start tweeting out like all their pumpkin stuff. So like one of the things actually to know um, sort of wasn't wasn't one of the questions that people asked, but just so you guys know is we're like, well, you'll be listening to this on Halloween, so it'll probably be too late. But you can remember it for next year. Um, or maybe you want to carve a pumpkin for some other fall holiday. You know, I mean, you could carve a Thanksgiving jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. There's no there's no law against that. We no still got pumpkins in November. <laughs> yet. No one in my family was really into my Yom Kippur jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can, if you spray a little bit of WD-40 on your carving tools, oh. it makes the carving of the pumpkin easier and it makes the cleanup of the tool easier because then the oh, guts man. will kind of like slide off. Yeah. So WD-40 is great. So for, for use on wood and concrete, you know, this is like when you put the pumpkin out, on you know on your stoop and yeah. on your natural stone wood whatever concrete whatever it is um yeah a lot of times like if you don't put something underneath it even if it doesn't fully rot it's just sitting out there in the elements and the bottom can get a little bit you know gnarly and leave a stain behind or some flesh or um so what you do is you basically spray a t- you only need a tiny 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 bit of the wd-40 you'll spray it on um and then basically just like wipe up the um whatever whatever matter basically is like <laughs> is like left on the uh, on the stain it's and very you, halloweeny it's like decaying zombie pumpkin this <laughs> exactly um so that's one thing you can do but you you don't need you don't need i mean if you if you don't have wd 40 in the house the first of all i mean you should um i don't i don't know how you're living um but you don't need to run out and buy some actually you can really just use soapy water and a scrub brush like the thing is is that you just basically want to like agitate the pumpkin off the surface. And if it's wood or concrete or even natural stone, like it can take a scrub brush. Um, so you can just use soapy water. Um, our good old pal Dr. Bronner's would be great to use for this if you like, you know, or I don't know, because it's kind of magical. Um, yeah, but just like dish soap would be fine too. An entire Dr. Bronner's label is definitely like an incantation for something. Oh, one hundred percent. Like if you read that out loud three times, like something happens. Something happens. Dr. We Bronner should... himself appears to you. Yeah, <laughs> we should. He find takes out. you to his commune. <laughs> yeah. I would get me the label right now. <laughs> this, is what I need in life. this is what I need. In life. If you guys also, I, I I realize I talk about talked about this somewhat recently. Um, but if you guys have not been to the Dr. Bronner's website, you really owe it to yourself to go to the Dr. Bronner's website because it is a trip. (laughs) It is a total trip. It's rainbow colored and all kinds of weird stuff is going on over there and it's great. Oh, I'm ready. It's like a really (laughs) joyful place on the internet. Um, okay. So let's talk about the other pumpkin thing, um, which is Jen's problem of getting the, um, the, the pumpkiny hands. Yes. Um, <laughs> so basically what she needs is rubbing alcohol. Um, but, but the, again, just kind of like with what you're doing with your porch, you do want to scrub a little bit. So a nail brush or an old toothbrush, um, you probably don't want to be using your current toothbrush for this process. <laughs> um, I, it, it's entirely up to you. <laughs> um, but an old toothbrush would be good. Um, or nail brush, just, um, Dip it in the rubbing alcohol or pour a little rubbing alcohol in it and then just scrub, 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 scrub. And that'll, that'll take it off. And, you know, obviously, like, be gentle with your, with your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that will take it off. So that's your basic pumpkin primer. Pumpkin 
Uh, you know, I mean, it's a little gross, but like, it's actually not that hard to clean up. It, there's not, there's not much mystery. But remember, the WD-40 is kind of one I of know, the big that's tricks. So funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my other favorite thing about so the WD-40, the WD-40 Twitter account, you, they clearly had either changed their social media manager or they had a firm managing it, and things changed. I don't know what which of the two. It used to be better than it is. It still has like some bright spots. You but preferred it, their earlier work. I did, I did, yeah. It was like, it was really, well, first of all, they used to tweet a lot more. They used to tweet daily. They would tweet one of their, I think their thing is that there's like 2,000 uses. Mm -hmm. um, And so they would tweet daily with a different use, but they would be be very timely about the things that they tweeted. So like at Halloween time, they would obviously talk a lot about the pumpkin stuff and then they would like around you know like mother's day and father's day they would always have some clever stuff and blah blah blah. but like one day apropos of nothing like it was clearly not pegged well you will understand when i tell you what it was but like (laughs) clearly not pegged to anything in the modern era um they tweeted that wd-40 is the thing to use um to keep the chains on your drawbridge functioning properly (laughs) (laughs) i was like your drawbridge that's good my drawbridge is broken and i have tried everything <laughs> it's a wd-40 so people are constantly storming into my apartment <laughs> and I'm all just out of falling ideas. into the moat yeah. <laughs> um all righty so now we have another question um i'm gonna have i'm gonna have matt read this this one another one that came in on twitter okay um so you guys i told matt that i saved there are two sexy questions <laughs> and i and i saved I'm them ready. I saved them both for Matt because mm-hmm. this is his first clean cast. I do your, your um, sexy radio. And I was like, oh, I'm, yeah. just, I'm, throw, I'm throwing mm-hmm. you in the deep end on the Which clean one? cast. Uh, mm-hmm. The one from Jackie. From Jackie. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Should I speak lower? Like in a, We're just going to do straight? Okay. <laughs> However you want, dear. <laughs> yes. Jackie asks, body paint on the wall after costume-induced spontaneous stand-up sex? Woohoo! <laughs> My apologies to the San Antonio Wyndham Garden Hotel for not asking you about this prior to committing the crime. <laughs> I also can we please just, get the just, San Antonio Wyndham Garden Hotel just like... Can we get them to comment? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send them the, the episode and see if yeah. they'll tweet it out. Just, just, just um, real quick, I just want to give it up real quick for Jackie. Yeah, nice give it up job. for Jackie. Give it up Good for Jackie. Job. We too are sorry to the San Antonio Wyndham Garden Hotel. <laughs> um, I love that I just... So, oh ja- so Jackie Jackie is, um, is one of my pals from one of my um, Housewives Facebook groups. Um, and as one of, right. As a friend, (laughs) one of my, as a friend, as a friend said to me, um, on one of our back channels the other day, when some New York media gossip showed up in my, in one of my Bravo Facebook groups. And I was like, took a screenshot and sent it. I was like, Oh look, like it's our, it's, it's made it into one of my Bravo Facebook or into, into my Bravo Facebook group. Um, my, this friend was like, you're in a Bravo Facebook group prayer hands and i was like oh i'm in like five of them (laughs) um so jackie's in the watch what crappens one um and what what which is the name casually you drop that well which is the name it's just my watch with crappens group (laughs) it's the name we're all in one it's the name of this bravo podcast that i love and listen to and i'm friends Uh, with the i'm friends with the two the two co-hosts and in fact one of them has been on the show ronnie Karam has been on the show um he to do housewives messes with me it was really fun um, is that just so anyway, throwing wine in each other's faces? That's exactly that's what like, it is. That's literally <laughs> exactly yeah. what it is. Um, but ja- but Jackie is extra special because she is also the one who makes me all of my Bravo tank tops that I wear to the gym. So she made my 
my um, I'm above you, you're beneath me, I'm James Kennedy tank. She made my Stasi <laughs> AF tank. Uh, <laughs> which, Stassi, wow. which Stassi has retweeted a photo of me wearing that tank top because I happen to be wearing it on her birthday. You made it. Tweeted, yeah. Oh and so Stassi, Stassi follows me on Twitter now. Hey, Stassi. Hey, Stassi. You, you are now Stassi. I am AF. Stassi AF. <laughs> um, Stassi. Not a Scorpio. Um, That's impossible. So, um, so in any event, so I, I love, love, love Jackie. Her stand up sex. If you, stand, stand up, up sex. If you guys, um, if you guys want t shirts, Bravo, Bravo, or otherwise, she can do anything. Um, her find her on facebook.com slash velvet hammer 87. Um, and also, wait, shout out specifically to stand up sex because that shit's hard. That is hard. <laughs> also, I'm not, I don't do like it's not planned. Like, yeah, like that's crazy. I'm me. not, I'm not a stand up, I'm a, I'm a bent over kind of. <laughs> I'm extremely tall, so it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm very tall and not extremely strong, so it's kind of like, well. <laughs> My options are limited as a very weak, tall person. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk about the body paint on the wall. Um, so last week we talked about um, the the denim dye on the wall from the from the two girls who were grinding on the wall during the costume party. Nice. Uh, for literal hours and left a denim butt print. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, we... we the shit gets real on this show. Man. I love how like, horny your listeners yeah, that's are. The, constantly. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the lost verse from High Hopes is that the girls trying to make the denim print on the wall so they ground all night long. <laughs> I mean, listen, at least at least someone's getting some, right? I'm I'm sleeping with candy corn and getting stood up on dates. So like, <laughs> thank God for my listeners, right? <laughs> okay, so kind of kind of just like with the um. With the dye runoff that I talked about last week, a magic eraser will will do the trick. Um, so let me reiterate just quickly how the magic eraser works. Um, it is indeed made up of magic, and we're, <laughs> and 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 this this week because it's Halloween, we're not going to talk about what I what I also really know about it because we're just going to say it's magic. Um, the way you use it, you get it wet, you squeeze it out so that it's not dripping, mm-hmm. and then you use it just like an eraser. You rub it against the wall. Um, just like an eraser, it will disintegrate. That's normal, and you should expect for that to happen. Um, the only big thing that you guys need to know about the magic eraser is you always want to test it out in an inconspicuous spot before you go wild on erasing because you should think of it as being akin to a very fine sandpaper. It will take a little bit of a layer off, so it can cause damage. It's safe on most surfaces, but there are some surfaces where it will take off um, you know, a layer of paint and create, a, you know, an uneven paint job and you don't want that. So always test it out. Um, that will work. Really, actually, even before you even get into the magic eraser, I would suggest grabbing an old rag um, and just making a little bowl of sudsy water and just washing the wall with a little bit of sudsy water. Again, you know, just, just like I was talking about with the pumpkin stuff, um, you know, little dish, diluted dish soap or a little Dr. Bronner's. The one thing you do want to think about when you're trying to clean up body paint, however, is that you don't want to be smearing it. So first of all, your your rag should be fairly well wrung out so that you're not adding so much water that you're basically turning it into a watercolor because that's just going to be <laughs> that's just going to make the paint spread. Um, so you want to work in small sections um, and not sort of 
smear all over the walls. Or you could just, you could smear so evenly that it just looks like the wall is one version of whatever color it was. You could do that. And the hotel in, will never know. Or you put in so much water that you do make it a watercolor and you add value to the room. There yeah. you go. <laughs> The artist now, it's a, now it's a boutique hotel. The artist, the artist himself, has weighed in. Yeah, um, I know all about this stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the the last thing to mention are two, two of my go tos for um, for sort of like the inks, the dyes, the paints, all that kind of stuff. Which is one is rubbing alcohol. Um, so if it's like really stubborn and it's not coming off with just sudsy water, try rubbing alcohol. Um, the other is my my good old pal ammonia. Um, and one of the reasons that I, spe- I specifically want to mention ammonia with this, this kind of stain is that um, body paint tends to be on the oily side. And ammonia is very good on, on oil and grease removal. Um, so those are two things to mention. If you are going to go the ammonia route, my usual warnings apply. Wear gloves, work in a well-ventilated area, don't mix it with bleach. Um, unless there's a Scorpio in the room who needs to eliminate, <laughs> in which case go ahead and mix them and then just leave the room. Uh, You're going to end so, this podcast by putting like a bowl of bleach and ammonia on the table and running away. <laughs> Jolie's got it out for us. Really? Jeez. No, you have it out for me. I'm just protecting myself over here. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that that We're just that's two my... tiny Scorpios. Yeah, I know. Listen, I, you lion. guys, have, I, de- I definitely oh, know boy. you have gentle rising signs. I know that's the only way. <laughs> that's the only possible explanation for how we're such close friends. Um, and you never, you've never actually tried to murder me. Um, what you know about? Well, that's that's, that's exactly it. All right. So listen, um, while these common. two, while these two are plotting how um, they're going to murder me without me finding out about it. Uh, this is a good time <laughs> for us to take a quick break. Jaya, Matt, and I will be right back with more about your Halloween messes. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Jaya Saxena and Matt Lubchansky. We've been talking about Halloween. Um, Jaya, you know what we forgot to do? We forgot to introduce your husband to the audience in terms of saying what he does other than being married to you. Oh, yeah. That's the main thing. <laughs> because I realize That's a really cool thing. Well, it, I do. mean... Yeah, it's the most important thing that you do. <laughs> um, but I realized when I was saying we, we have the artist here weighing in, that I was like, oh, wait, we forgot to tell the people Everyone, that, what you do. that you're an artist. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, do you I, want, I, do you I, want I, to introduce I, yourself I'm or mostly, do you want Jaya to do it? I'm mostly watercolor hotel room walls. <laughs> I'm in uh, a- I do a lot of work in Texas in the San Antonio metro area. <laughs> um, oh, no, no. I'm a cartoonist and the uh, assistant editor of thenib.com. 
Yeah. That's yeah. me. Yep. <laughs> I know everyone was listening this far into the podcast just to find out who I was. Like, who's, who's, who's this guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> There's some guy there. He's married to some lady. He's Scorpio. Yeah. Trying to kill Jolie. <laughs> Before she kills him, they're in some sort of <laughs> twisted murder race. I don't know. He just figured out the flavor of candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> he was born this morning. He's the world's biggest idiot. Um, all right, listen. Know. We have um, we have another sexy question. Ooh! So for for Matt for Matt to read, yes. The other um, thing I already figured out is that I'm very sexy. Yeah, all about yes. sex uh, and sexy things. Yeah, which is well, I mean, Halloween is the sexiest holiday. It's a sexy holiday. Yeah, is it? So yeah, yeah. Everything is. It's way sexier it's, than like Valentine's I was Day. Say, oh, yeah, that's a good point. I'm trying to think it's of like too a, much pressure. I'm like, there must be a sexier holiday because Halloween is also the spookiest holiday. Well, spooky or sexy. I was yeah. going to say. I mean, no, I mean, the, sexy, the, guy who the sexiest <laughs> thing to me is that I'm going to die one day. Um, <laughs> this is the Jesse question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jesse asks, hi, Julie. After a Halloween party this weekend, I went home with the 11th doctor, which was just as amazing as you would expect. The only problem is that despite washing my hair twice beforehand, I now have smudges of red spray and hair dye on my white sheets. I figured I could use bleach, but I'm a little nervous as I sure I'm sure hard tap water. I literally have hard tap water. This is not a euphemism for semen. And sweat played a part of the stain creation. Any guidance? Thanks, Jessica Rabbit. I am now going to use hard tap water. (laughs) (laughs) I like, I also like that. That's a very good euphemism. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also like that my, my horny listeners are so well trained that they like automatically insert Mm. their own euphemisms for me, like, because yeah. they just know what's going on. I'm very proud of the, of the work I've done here. It's secretly the horniest <laughs> podcast out there. You know what? Actually, one, secretly, yes, it is. Yeah, and I'm not two, surprised. And two, at some point, I'm waiting for some outlet to figure out that, like, the, the most interesting conversations about, like, gender roles and, and like, the battle of the sexes and all that stuff is happening on this little cleaning show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's so much of that <laughs> happening, right? Um, and then someday someone will realize. Maybe maybe Jaya will write about this. Ooh. You could, you could write about, about this. About the gender. I mean, there's a lot about that around cleaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And absolutely. that's just like, and you know, on hard tap water everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I've, I've <laughs> dedicated a lot of what I do to writing about cleaning for men. And I, you know, I, I make sure to, the, you know, the show runs on Deadspin. I make sure to keep it it balanced in terms of gender, but if anything, like almost a little more skewed to men, um, that's really important to me. So yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. There's, we're, that's, there's interesting stuff going on here. Um, and also <laughs> we're all just, I guess we're all just banging each other. Yeah. Um, which is great. Your listeners are um, extremely horny for yes, this one. They are. This, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I have a super easy answer for Jessica rabbit, um, Ooh. which, which again, once, once again, once more with feeling, Rubbing alcohol. Um, so rubbing alcohol is the thing not only for the colored hairspray, but also for like the temporary dye, um, which I mentioned because a couple weeks ago, a friend of mine who I work with sent me a photo of herself for um, a costume ball that she was going to. And she she was dressed as a mermaid and she did full like aerial red hair. She's she's a blonde. Oh, wow. And it looked, she looked amazing. And she was like, I'm so excited. She was like, I went red in your honor. Cause you guys know I used to be red for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. And then I went pink and now I'm blonde. Um, 
And I, you know, I thought I was going to go back to the, I thought I was going to go back to like dark, dark red for the fall. I love the blonde. The blonde's good. The blonde is really good. <laughs> um, Some natural tension with the season. You yeah. Feel like, oh, like it's time to go. Well, right that was what I, like, yeah. I mean, I just, I thought I was going to keep the blonde through Texas and then come back. And I thought I was going to go kind of like full Gloria Trillo. Mm. And <laughs> no, I'm still, I'm still blonde. Um, Anyway, so Una had, had sent me this photo, and I was like, oh, my God, it looks amazing. And she was like, yeah, it's temporary. Hopefully, it'll wash out in, like, two washes. Um, and she was like, meanwhile, though, the bathroom looks like a massacre. And I was like, no problem. Got you covered. Got you covered. And I sent her um, a column I'd written for Racks, like, la- probably last year, probably 2016, about, like, all of the rules of at-home hair color and, and basically, like, how you clean up. So, um, so first, let me talk about the colored hairspray thing. Um, if you get hair colored hairspray or if you get hair dye on your sheets, um, and people have heard me talk about this because when I had the pink hair this summer, it's everywhere. <laughs> I I I like would you know get a little sweaty in the middle of the night and the dye would run off onto my pillowcases. So all you're gonna do is um, apply rubbing alcohol directly to the stain, hold the uh, fabric taut under cold running water to flush it through, and then. Um, rub the fabric against itself under the cold running water and it will it will just come right out um the one thing i do want to recommend if you don't already have rubbing alcohol and you have to go out and buy some most pharmacies sell it in a spray bottle and that was a total game changer for me to buy it in the spray bottle yeah um if you've already got a bottle of rubbing alcohol no problem if you have a an extra spray bottle hanging around um or you want to go pick one up for you know 59 cents that it really does make a huge difference in terms of like using the rubbing alcohol for stain removal stuff. It's just, it really, it's, it's well worth it. Um, so that's what you're going to do for the hairspray. Um, I do want to talk about what happens when you get colored hairspray or dye on tile and other hard surfaces. So like Una's bathroom massacre. Yeah. Um, and I've definitely had that too. I feel yeah. like they're spots right. full of manic panic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so Kind of actually pr- pretty similarly to what, to what you would do with the um, the pumpkin is really the big thing is using a scrub brush because um, you want to you want to agitate and lift the dye. Um, you can use an OxyClean solution. That's a great choice. That's especially great for grout. Um, you can use rubbing alcohol. You could also use something like soft scrub that has a little bit of a bleach in it and is very good. Um if you get like a blurb of dye on your countertop, which oftentimes happens, um, I find that taking the soft scrub, it's like a cream cleanser. It's got a little bit of, um, of bleach in it. Putting a blurb on the stain and just letting it sit there for like 10, 15 minutes before you go in and scrub it off using a, you know, a scrubby sponge um, really helps with the process. Letting the product do the work for you kind of thing. Um, one other thing I want to say is I wanted I you know I'll I'll send you guys over to that racked article because it's really got everything as kind of a reference point. But if you're going to be using any kind of hair color, whether it's temporary dye, permanent dye, colored hairspray, you really will do yourself a favor if you take a minute or two before you start using the product to do a little bit of prep. Um, so I'm like a cre I like scrubbing. Before I do any <laughs> any kind of like you know home home hair coloring thing, um, so these are these are some of the things I recommend people do. Um, first of all, is to remove textiles. So like 
take your hand towels, take your bath towels, pick up your bath mat and just put them outside the bathroom while you're doing this. Because if you get, especially if you get permanent hair dye, um, you know, on your towels or something, it, it, you can get it out, but it's hard. Um, so remove the textiles, line the surface you're going to be working on with paper towels. Um, that way, when you're, when you're putting down the tools that you're using, you're not putting them directly down on your countertop. If you get a little drop a little blurb it's on the paper towel and um and the uh, the last thing is to have your cleaning products already out and ready for when you (laughs) inevitably do get a spot of dye on you know the tile floor yeah so that then you're not like you've got a head full of dye you're like digging under the sink to try to find the soft scrub like no have it out have the sponge out and then as soon as it happened leave a roll of paper towels out to like quickly wipe up spills you can just go. So that literally, I know, I know it sounds like it's jolly being jolly, I <laughs> but, um, but that literally is what I do every single time. And my bathroom does not look like someone who has dyed her hair red and pink for the entirety of the time that she's lived in her apartment. Yeah. Which is many, many years. <laughs> um, so, okay. So we've got a few more. Um, well, actually the next question is one that Jaya asked. Um, yes. And, but the truth came out. <laughs> uh, so here, I'll just have you. I, I just put it so right. I that was, it. It was your text. Yeah, it was, it was literally a text message saying, help, I blew out a candle last night and the wax splattered all over the wood floor. Am I doomed to scrape it up for eternity? And it, uh, the, the secret was that it was actually Matt who blew out the candle. I did it. The important part also is that I got wax in my beard when it happened. <gasps> oh, my God, you did? Yeah, I got oh, burning no. wax all in my face. Which oh, was- no. Ouch. Which was cool. Oh, my God. So, yeah. This you is probably like, like that as a Scorpio. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really into it. <laughs> sexually. So, it was like a wide scented candle. Okay. So, it had, you know, a lot of melted wax built up just like hanging pool, out in there. Yeah. It. Um, it wasn't like a taper candle. It was just dribbling down. Yeah. And so, yeah, you blew into it and it was just like a pool of wax that... <laughs> It was on our countertop and then splattered onto the wood floor. And, you know, it's just, like, hard to see sometimes. Yeah. I came up with kind of a good solution, which is we have one of those uh, metal spatulas that are really flexible. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's really good for scraping stuff up with. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I got most – I got it all off the counter that way and then most of it off the floor – but the floor is still kind of sticky and weird forever. No, I used the, I did Jolie's thing. What'd you, oh, I missed that part. You did it? Yeah. Congratulations to you. What did you do? I did using the the doobie (laughs) pad. The doobie pad. Doobie pad. The doobie pad. <laughs> Your doobie pad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I use those jazz cigarettes you gave me. And then she went and ate some candy corn in bed. <laughs> to watch I'm literally the most uncool person when it comes to this. Is it? Dubious pronunciation. <laughs> However you call it, the little it's the sponge with like the plastic netting around yeah. it, and I I scrubbed up the floor with oh, that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn I've on each other. Said I like it this. Out loud before. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's I love it. I think it's great. How do you, how do you spell it? Uh, D O B I E. I definitely could Dobie not. Pad. Yeah, I, read, I, th- I actually did think it was two O's. I don't know why. Because you, I probably read it as, as doobie because it's like that's the familiar word to you. It's okay. I think it's I think it's charming. I'm going to tell you you're not you're not the first person to have made what jokes have been made on this show before about, about the, the the doobie the do- doobie and doobie because okay. obviously everyone else knows that. I'm a, yeah. hmm? What's that? They know that I'm a stoner. You are. 
What? The truth comes out. I know. And then I smoke doobies, right? That's my <laughs> preferred <laughs> meth. A whole pad of them. Um, <laughs> and then I scrub the floor. Uh, <laughs> that does sound like something you do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, no, I'm not a very, mo- I'm not super motivated when I'm high. I'm a, I'm That's a, so unusual. I'm a lot, I know. I'm a, <laughs> I have a really close friend who used to get high and scrub his grout with a toothbrush. It's like his favorite thing in the world to do. Yeah. That's wild. You sure it was weed? Yeah. I got this, yeah, no, this bottle the- of weed. It says A-D-D-E-R-R-A-L-L on it. And I've been smoking um, it by taking it in pill form. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, a lie, lie in bed with candy corn and Vanderpump Rules kind of stoner. <laughs> my, yeah. That's my way. That seems like. Um, all right. So let me tell you guys the, the few things that I told Jai to do. First of all, my first suggestion wasn't going to work because they don't own a hairdryer. Uh, yes. But the first suggestion <laughs> was to soften the wax up with a hairdryer on low and then just wipe up all the wax once it's softened using paper towels. Um, so mm. that's one thing. And then what I also suggested, as you know, I already told you, I was like, then if there's any residue, use Adobe pad and just like sudsy water or, you know, you could have used a little ammonia solution or Windex, a little diluted Windex would have worked, like um, anything to, to clean up that residue. And one other thing I did say to Jaya when this happened and then and then it was the timing was perfect because I was just about to go to her book launch event and I knew that I wanted to get her something special and like magic, this <laughs> Uh, opportunity presented itself for me to get her something that was not only related to magic, um, but was in response to this this question that she had. Um, and I also got to like school her a little on on witchery things. Um, <laughs> so I bought her a candle snuffer so that they wouldn't have to blow the candles out anymore and have and have wax go everywhere. They won't have this problem because they can use their little snuffer. But the other thing is is that. If you are um, a witchy person the way that I am or the way that Jaya is, um, one thing that's pretty important when you're talking about especially your use of, of candles um, for, for magic or spell casting, which I do a lot of candle magic, um, is that you want to respect the flame. You never want to blow the flame out. You always want to close it with a snuffer. Um, and there, are, there have been times when I haven't had a snuffer and I do the like lick the, my fingers yeah. and point and, and put it out. I do that thing. a lot. Um, That's a fake thing that nobody can do. I can do it. I just did it. You're making it up. No one can do that. I can do it. It's like opening a beer bottle with your eye socket. It's just like a thing you see (laughs) in movies. No, I can't do that. No, no, no. But I I did it the other day because... You can just just do it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm a Leo. I'm a fire sign. I can do it. I'm like is that a, what that means? I'm like, it's like a Captain Planet situation. <laughs> I'm like a red priestess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me and that Flame. I, me and Flames I, are good. Yeah, that, that you believe. Yeah. That you believe. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, no, I did it the other day because my um, my snuffer was in the freezer. Um, because Please the uh, explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Wait, colder. By the way, like, if you open my freezer, my freezer is insane. It's very organized, but there's a lot of insanity going on in my freezer at all times, right? Please, please list and, the things in your freezer right and now. It's only, and it's only going to get worse when Pythia the snake arrives at Christmas time because I will have to keep her dead mice for food. Are you getting a snake? I'm going to get a little snake. I'm going to get a little garter snake. Yeah. Oh, and there's Jaya's. Right. The, oh, Jaya just dropped. She's so oh, excited. Guess, guess who's never going to your apartment ever oh, again? Oh, are you terrified me. of snakes? Oh, I am. 
I oh. like them. They're very small. They wriggle around. No, well, thanks. they're cute. They're wonderful. They're good if they're like in a thing. They'll yeah. be in a thing. No, no, okay. she'll be in a thing. I'm not going to know. I mean, first of all, you know, I would like a free range snake in her studio. This is. You never yeah, know. I don't There's, know. She'd slither away. Snake people are weird. Are yeah, you going to well, become a snake person? I'm, I, but someone else asked me this on Twitter <laughs> and I was like, become. Okay. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I had a very good friend uh, that I grew up with and he had uh, uh, a couple of years ago, he had this roommate. And his roommate uh, kept and sold snakes online, Ooh. and he was like a snake buyer and seller, okay. a, a snake broker. Okay. And he <laughs> are you and, still are you still friends with the as a person still friends? Yeah, I was at his broker? wedding like two weeks. Oh no, 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 no! I'm still friends with my friend. This roommate is no longer there because like, my friend is now married with like a like a lady lives there he, instead of a but, snake. But does person. he still is he still in contact with the snake broker? Because I need a snake broker. I don't know if he is. Okay. I, I can certainly check with Warren if the snake broker is still in play. That would be great. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, uh, the snake broker w- would keep um, like plastic drawers full of snakes. The whole basement was like filing cabinets of mm-hmm. snakes. Yeah. And sometimes they would just get out because yeah. a, a drawer is not enough to hold a snake. No. And, Especially uh, the little plastic ones. Yeah, no, they get right Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I just stopped going to his house because I don't. Yeah. Who knows? God knows how many snakes yeah. are in there. On the um, actually, when I, w- I was talking on Twitter about getting um, getting a snake, and one of my followers shared a story with me that she came home, um, or she, she went out one morning to take the trash out, and there was a snake by the, um, the rubbish bins, and she was like, she freaked out, and then she collected herself, and she called, um, like, whatever the British version of the, like, animal control is. Um, snake Bobby. And... <laughs> Is that not it? <laughs> She's laughing like it's not it. No, but that made such a visual in my mind. I'm picturing a snake in a little like, yeah, yeah. Little <laughs> hat. I, don't, I don't trust a human to police the community. <laughs> um, so she, so the, the the like you know the animal control people come and uh, and as they're arriving and checking out the situation, her her neighbor came by. Um, he was just getting off of work. He worked the night shift. And she jokingly said to him, hey, by any chance did you lose a snake? Like, she's just joshing around. Mm -hmm. And and he, like, lit up. (gasps) And he was like, (gasps) and he saw the snake and he was like, Cornelius. (laughs) (laughs) Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> and it was literally the snake. My snake. <laughs> Cornelius, Cornelius had escaped, like, oh my Lord. six months prior. <gasps> oh, my God. And had just been slithering around. Li- literally six months and this guy Cornelius, Cornelius Cor- and also just like the charm of a snake named Cornelius very good. So just good. made my heart swell and I guess the animal control guy what, like in complete complete sincerity just goes I love a happy ending oh. and, I, <laughs> and then the, the neighbor slid the, the tweed vest that he had knit <laughs> on for Cornelius back onto his body to signify that he had come home Anyway, oh, God um, bless the snake yeah. bodies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're all heroes. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, my um, my my freezer is insane. It's only going to get more insane. Um, it's rats. The, oh yeah. Why the, do you keep a snuffer in the freezer? The but... reason that the snuffer, well, because then, then then this is the last part of the waxing. The um, the reason that the snuffer was in the freezer is because the other way that you handle so you handle wax in two different ways. You either apply heat or you apply cold. Mm-hmm. And you want to apply one or the other based on basically the thing in need of unwaxing. Um, obviously, you can't pick the floor up and put it in the freezer. <laughs> so in the case of the floor or the counter, you need to do heat. But if you 
um, if you get wax on a small object that can go into the freezer, you want to freeze it because the wax will contract when it freezes Mm -hmm. and then you can just pop it off. So um, on my altar, I, you know, as I said, I do a lot of candle magic. Um, I have a set of coasters that my mom brought me back from Ireland that are Cullen coasters, which is my, my grandma Peggy was a Cullen. Um, and so, and, and a lot of times when I'm doing my candle magic, um, I invoke my grandmother. So I use my Cullen coasters to put the candles on, um, so that they're not directly on my wood altar, which full disclosure also happens to be my dresser. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so that's why I do that. Um, and then I also have, uh, my, my snuffer and I keep, I store the snuffer on the other coaster so that the wax doesn't goes onto the coaster and all that. So every once in a while I have to pop the coaster and the snuffer into the freezer to remove all the wax. So that was why I was in there. So I had to do the, the lick my fingers and put out the flame you know, red priest. The impossible thing that nobody can do. I did it. I just, I literally I just did it. I've done this yeah, in this our house before. I watched two people try to do it in our apartment the other day, and they kept trying and failing. I saw it happen. And then I did it. No, you blew it out. No. Right. And then I did it. <laughs> well, maybe I, I've repressed the memory because it's impossible. No one can do it. <laughs> it's not impossible. I'm going to show you. Later. I didn't bring candles. I brought my tarot cards, but I didn't bring well, candles. We can go back to your house after uh, this. You could show me because I'm never going there again after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of altars, we have um, we have one last question. Um, I think ooh, we've gone a little long. That's okay. We'll we'll do this one. We've gone a little long, but that's it's Halloween. It's a, it's a high holy day. Um, <laughs> I did actually tell someone in an email. Uh, it's like going to get coffee, and I was like, "Oh, I'm like really busy right now because of the holidays. Like, can we do it afterwards?" And I meant the holidays, like Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> not Halloween like and your birthday. Thanksgiving, and because uh, <laughs> it is my birthday next is, week yeah. too, and everything. Okay. It's the last one. I love her name. Crystal. Her name is Crystal. Perfect. How to keep your altar tidy. Mine is always covered in incense, ash, wax, bits of herb or oil slicks. Such a mess. Oh, and crystal care. Crystal care. Mm -hmm. Oh. I'm eating a a sheaf of wheat. (laughs) So these things are so freaking Care for crystal with Mm -hmm. your altar. Um, well, I feel like I'm this happens have, to me a lot, too. I'm hoping to have the, you talk a little bit about the crystal stuff, too, because I know oh, you have yeah. some things. Yeah, um, totally. Um, but I definitely feel like with the, I, that happened, the incense stuff all the time, I feel like mm-hmm. I've been getting ash mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the good news is you're actually going to use the ash to clean up the rest of the altar. So it's, it's your, you're nice. getting, like, double duty. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, one, one thing I want to mention, um, this isn't actually so much for, like, the actual physical cleaning as it is for the, the spiritual cleansing. Um, I ha- And I think we talked about this last time you were here. I have sage spray. Oh, right. And yeah. I u- I actually use the sage spray in between when I use my altar for anything. I spray it with sage spray and just wipe it off with a paper towel um, basically to clear out the whatever energy of the last thing that I've done. So my, as I said, I, my, my altar, because my apartment is so tiny, I don't really have space for a dedicated altar, which I would love to have, but I just don't. Um, so I set up the top of my wooden dresser drawer as my altar and I have certain things that I keep there all the time. And then when I'm actually practicing, I introduce other things like candles or herbs. And I think if you guys follow me on Instagram, you've seen, like there, I was doing a beaver spirit candle. Yes. 
for exactly the reason you guys think I was doing the beaver, by the, the way. The horniest I mean, was, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was damn related. And, um, <laughs> and, and, I, had, and I, had scattered, um, I had scattered cloves and cinnamon sticks all around it because it was a, a autumnal equinox thing. Um, so just to give you guys kind of like the, the picture of like what, what goes on when we're doing these kinds of rituals. Um, it's not, there's frankly not all that different from like Catholic rituals. No. Um, and they're all kind of rooted in the same tradition and all that. So, um, anyway, I use the sage spray in between, um, one to, to do sort of like the spiritual cleansing, but also literally cause it's a, it's a liquid spray and it like <laughs> wipe, wipes everything up. Um, so that's one thing to know about. I, I got mine. It doesn't have like a brand name or on anything on it, but I got mine at Om Shanti on 14th street between second and third here in Manhattan. I really like Om Shanti. Um, Microfiber, just straight microfiber with no cleaning products at all is excellent for picking up ash. It's excellent for wiping up oil. One of the nice things about using microfiber when you're cleaning up, you know, a little bit of essential oil or even actually wax a little bit um, is that it can sort of buff the oil into the surface. So if you've got a wooden surface, you're basically oil conditioning the surface. (laughs) Um, so again, you're using the things that you're trying to clean up actually to, to make the surface clean. Um, for the wax, usually the wax that you're using, um, in spell casting is fairly soft. Um, you can just kind of scrape it up or you can melt it away. You can turn the hairdryer thing on it and do that, um, and wipe it away. Stains are a thing that happens if you've got a wooden altar, you might get basically those kind of like white water rings um, that can happen from, you know, the oils that can happen from your candles, all of that kind of stuff. So if you do um, keep all your ash and mix it with a little bit of softened butter or with mayo and rub that onto the stains and then buff it away with a, you know, soft cloth, uh, that is your removing white water ring solution. Huh. That's my that that uh, that trick that magic trick uh, actually is one that was passed down to me by my mother and it was passed down to her by her mother huh. and it really does work and I do use it and so that's that's how you're going to keep your your altar clean and one thing to suggest and I actually need to do this um, is it's not a bad idea to get an altar cloth because then you can just wash the altar cloth yeah and so that's something that you might you might want to consider doing and for those of you who don't practice the way that we do you still may find that your dressers have these kinds of problems you might burn incense just because you like the smell of it or um you might you know light a candle because you want to like send a candle and then it gets everywhere so so this is a this is advice for for magic and non-magic people um but for the non-magic people you obviously wouldn't want to get an altar cloth what you would want to get is you'd want to get what's called a dresser scarf um, <laughs> which are sometimes which are sometimes also called dresser runners um they're basically like and are sometimes dresser doilies too depending if they're the, the doily ones if you're, yeah. my gran- um, if you're my grandma exactly that, well, I was gonna say, they're, people kind of think of them as like the thing you see in your grandma's house mm-hmm. um but actually they serve a very functional purpose so something to think about you can get you know all there are tons of them on etsy you can buy vintage ones on ebay and etsy the perfect place yeah. to put on top of it a lucite little piano that plays furlies <laughs> <laughs> that's um, your altar yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay so let's let's 
quickly close this out with a little bit about crystals and how you clean crystals. Um, Jaya, I want to see if you have anything to add to this. So um, one, one thing that I actually just, you guys, I did some like sex magic. Uh, <laughs> so I had a crystal that needed to be cleaned um, when I was done using it. And... Uh, <laughs> I, it's real. Person. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's worked, but uh, well, obviously it didn't because I got stood up. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that guy. It wasn't love spell. It was just sex magic. Um, sex magic doesn't always equal love spell. Love stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was actually a really good article uh, recently and broadly about sex magic. So if you guys are interested in what sex magic is, go go check out the the thing on broadly because it was really interesting. It mm-hmm. was really fascinating. Um, you should have written it, by the way. Um, <laughs> Uh, so what I did for that was I gave it a salt bath. Oh yeah. Um, and which I often give myself salt baths, um, which are very powerful and I really like them. The other way to clean crystals, to clear them is to use sage, to light a bundle of sage and pass the crystal through the smoke. Um, you can use the sage spray. So the last <laughs> time we were here, Jaya was saying that this, the sage makes, does it make this, you sneeze? No, it just, it gives me a headache. Gives you a headache. Usually the smell of sage, it's just like a very powerful yeah. smell. It makes me sneeze. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was doing, I was at the beach over the weekend, um, partly cause I needed a beach day and partly because I needed to dedicate a new deck, a new Oracle deck that I got. And I like needed to be in the elements um and so which by the way this was a totally normal scene i'm like just (laughs) just hanging out on the beach at coney island at the end of october with a bundle of sage and a silver candle and a bag full of sea salt far weirder things have happened on coney island (laughs) that that is for sure like october on coney island if you don't have the tarot deck with you it's like what's the point yeah exactly (laughs) um this was actually not a tarot deck it was a halloween oracle deck very so that's okay no no no. it was just a different it's just a different thing Mm -hmm. yeah um But, but yeah, anyway, I've when done... I lit the stage, I started sneezing. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, dude. Uh, yeah, I've done um, similarly. <laughs> I guess not not as similar to sex magic, but I did have a thing where I tried the the goop jade egg. That's uh, right, the the yoni egg, yeah. which is like it is it is a piece of jade shaped like an egg that you're supposed to put up your vagina. Um, so it needs a good cleaning before and after. Mm-hmm. And yep. they recommend, um, you know, you do soap and water, but then. Before you put it in and then afterwards, uh, doing just a boiling water bath. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that I've done with crystals, especially if you are, like, worried about soap getting stuck in little areas mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, you can scrub them and that's fine. Yeah. Um, and I also like doing uh, full moon cleanses. Yes. Yeah. Of just le- every full moon leaving them on a windowsill or somewhere outside if you can, and then you, like, put your intentions into the crystals. So if, yeah, if sage is an overpowering sa- smell for you or you want to do something else, you can do you can do moon stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we, Jaya and I both use um, selenite wands um, for clearing, which is a crystal in and of itself, but it has clearing properties. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I did um, use a selenite wand on the jade egg. That perfect. was, like, a whole... Use your crystals with each other thing. <laughs> no, and the boiling water thing is straight from Gwyneth. Yeah, the boiling yeah. water. So that's just okay. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Just do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right. On on that note, uh, now that we've now that we've boiled our yoni eggs, uh, <laughs> after, it's very important. after doing our sex magic. There are a lot of very porous crystals. It's yeah. important yeah. to not let bacteria like, breed uh, in there. Yeah. 
It's like a, it's like a, the euphemism for being really busy. It's like I got a lot of yoni eggs boiling right now. I can't. <laughs> I'll get to that next week. <laughs> um, alrighty, so you guys, uh, that on that note, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a very, very happy Halloween with your yoni eggs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's my costume. <laughs> Actually, that would be a would be great costume. Halloween you costume. Just get an egg costume and it like would... oh, you need to hold the top of the string. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys, uh, first of all, Jaya and Matt, thank you so much for being. This was really, <laughs> yeah. really fun. Thanks for you guys, having us. You guys yeah. know I love Halloween. I was so excited to have both of you here. One of my favorite couples, despite the fact that you're evil Scorpios. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I and I really hope that all of you guys have a great and super happy and very spooky and very very sexy yes. Halloween. Um, please, please, please send me all your stories. Send me pictures of you and your costumes. Tell me about the message you made. Tell me about all the sexy stuff that you got into. Um, (laughs) One thing thing that's a little bit tricky about doing the Halloween stuff, especially for the podcast, is that I need your Halloween disaster stories, but those tend not to roll in until after (laughs) Halloween has happened. So I stockpile them. Um, So please send me all of your stories from 2017 so that come 2018, I've got great stories like the Jessica Rabbit story to pull on um, and also just don't have fun out there and eat some assorted mellow creams. Yeah. Um, have a horny Halloween. Have a very horny Halloween. I, I know. I'm just I know, to say that. I know, <laughs> I know the three That's of us fine. fairly well. Yeah. Um, and on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, and why would you not like what you heard today? <laughs> <laughs> Please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. Also, a reminder, you guys, we're going to we're gonna go record this bonus up, and I'm going to talk about getting stood up. Yeah. We're going to talk about Banana Guy. <laughs> we're going to talk about the fact that these two are Scorpios married to Scorpios, which is crazy. Mm. We, got a whole, we got a whole lot of stuff to talk about. The bonus ups are really where it's at. <clears throat> I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes. Leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show. Weird, 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 weird. Very cleaning weird show. cleaning show. Uh, weird and horny cleaning show that the you love. Show so, <laughs> so much. <laughs> and of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 